0: Christine Sherwood is a beauty pro coach and second-generation salon and spa owner. She's also an internationally certified life coach and holds two degrees in public law and public relations. Today, we're going to hear what her story is and how what it's like running a salon and coaching stylists through the lens of mental health. Welcome back to the Hairdresser Strong Show. I am your host, Robert Hughes, and today I'm with Christine Sherwood. How are you doing today, Christine?
1: I'm good. I'm good.
0: <laughs> so, why don't you tell us uh, a little bit about, like, um, you know, I think it's interesting. So, just a little backstory for anybody listening or watching, uh, Christine hit me up and said hey I've been watching check paying attention to your show and uh I think that it'd be nice to touch on some more mental health stuff and I was like yes because uh, I I I have a fault of kind of diving all into like the business stuff and uh, and uh but the show is meant to be uh, a holistic approach to what is strong which includes mental and physical health so I'm very excited for this conversation um so why don't you tell us a little bit about you know be- being a second Generation Salon Owner and getting and how you got into coaching and a little bit about what your story is.
1: Absolutely. So I'm so happy that you said that, that you get so into like the the business side of things, you know, and that's like a big thing of what my personal experience has been being in the industry, as well as being a coach. Like everybody wants to make those six figures. Everybody wants the money, right? I want the money. You want the money. Like we want that. We want to be able to afford those red bottom shoes. Um, But I have in my experience is that if my mind is not right with my heart and they're not matching, I'm not going to be able to focus on anything because I'm totally discombobulated. So that was like a big part of my reasoning of becoming an internationally certified coach, because I was like, this is so much more than what everybody's saying. So anyway, there's that. I guess we'll get to that in a little bit. But um, yeah, I am a second generation business um, salon owner. My mom has been in the industry forever. She had her baby shower with me in the salon. So it's kind of like destiny, right? It's kind of like I'm meant to be here, no place else. Um, I went to university as um, when I was younger typical of any child they're like i'm not gonna do what my parents do i'm not doing that um so i went to college got i wanted to be a lawyer um and then i found public relations which is all about marketing right and so i got those two degrees very strategic behind it which that's what we need in our industry we need more strategies more things that actually are proven to work because we're so creative and we see curves where the rest of the world sees straight lines. And so I said, I'm going to do this and I'm going to, I worked at different firms and I just realized like, man, this is the rat race. This is what everybody's talking about. It's the same thing every day. And so I decided, you know what? I'm going to go back home to mom. Right and i am going to find myself and i'll just i'll just do what i have to do for the family business and and i'll see where that i'll see where that goes i'll just help her out and so now it's probably been 10 years now probably that i sure found myself and i now am running the salon um i've been training my staff i've been Training um and coaching really other beauty pros. Um I had one just call me up this morning actually. Um, and just teaching beauty professionals that if you again, if you can't match your head with your heart, you're not gonna be able to reach those monetary goals. It's so important for me. So Um, so yeah, I hope I answered your question. I feel like I'm getting into this and I just want to (laughs) share.
0: Okay, cool. So, uh, let me like, when, at what point in time did you get into coaching? Like, I'm a, it sounds like your story is, it's like, you know, kind of, like you said, pretty standard. Uh, I want to pursue something and I don't necessarily want to listen to my parents. Uh, even if people, um, even if it wasn't about not listening to your parents, I feel like a lot of times uh, hairdressers want their kids to go to college because that's kind of like conventional wisdom, too. So, whether, whatever reason, you know, it, it, it was, you went away, you, you got, you, you went on a degree, you started working, and then you came back to the industry and uh, got into running the salon. And at what point in time and why did you pursue the coaching?
1: So when I came back home, I went through this depression, I gained weight, I was so unhappy with what was going on in my life at the time. And I was just miserable. And it was actually, I discovered and this is what I try to do for beauty pros too, is you have to find your strengths. And you have to make your own opportunities with your strengths. And so at the time, I was like, you know I have some really amazing stylists. Let's go how how can we get to New York Fashion Week right? How can we work that and so i i I don't know I don't even remember how it happened, but it happened and we went to New York City um for New York Fashion Week. they were working it. it was awesome, and I was sitting in my hotel and I'm thinking, okay, so what did I just do how, what is this and so I sat at my, at my laptop in the lobby, the hotel lobby, and I found coaching. And when I realized that what I've been doing pretty much my entire life was called that I, I immediately enrolled into the Institute of professional excellence in coaching, which for short is IPEC. And I, and I got certified and yeah, go ahead.
0: Uh, so what is um, hmm. so tell us a little bit about like what does this even mean? What is coaching? if anybody's like I mean everyone's heard people talk about you know coaches and uh, there's so many out there nowadays. Um, I think uh, I think it's important we have a conversation uh, before the show uh, so what it, could you define what it means to be a coach?
1: Yes. And I'm so happy we're talking about this because everybody and their mother all of a sudden is a coach. And especially for us in the industry, we when we need help, we are like in desperation mode. We need help yesterday and we need, okay. So here's the thing. If you have a coach right now, awesome kudos to you because you're investing in yourself and keep doing that. Okay, it's gonna pay off tenfold. But make sure that your coach, whether whoever it is, they actually have certification behind that. I got, I had to spend nine months of my life being trained. And then I had to do additional hours to actually be internationally certified by the like ICF, the like, like certification of certifications across the world. If your coach does not have those certifications or that training, you're literally throwing your money away.
0: Okay. Well, what? Is it, well, tell them, Tell tell us what is what is okay. So, what what does it mean to be a coach? Uh, so to, to, like not in certifications, but like what? Right. Okay, how about this? Better, even better. What are you trained in during your coaching right. uh, certification?
1: So, when you are being trained to be a coach, what you're being trained to do is what we as beauty pros do already, which is we listen more we listen to what's being said, we listen to what's not being said. And we really go off of our intuitive hits that we're getting from our clients. So think about when you're giving a consultation, you're hearing what they want, you're seeing what they need. And so you're there to, to ask the right questions to get the permissions necessary to perform your vision. And as a coach, that's really what, we do we are there to really hold the mirror up to our clients and to and to show them and hold them accountable of, is this what you really want because if this is what you want this is what you said i'm going to hold your hand and i'm going to kick your ass at the same time because that's what i'm here for i'm here to get you to your future another big difference between a coach is that we don't advise we're not going to sit there and tell you, okay, you want to make six figures? Awesome. Here's what you got to do. Boom, 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 boom. No, that's, that's consulting. That's advising. That's a whole other ballgame. Another thing is too, is coaches are not here to tell you, at least the proper coaches, not here to tell you how to live your life. We're not going to be here and say, oh, you're living totally wrong. Let me live your life for you. This is how you do it. That's not it. Um, another confusion is, um, that I get a lot is, so you're a therapist or you're going to tell me what to do. No. So this is what I tell my, my clients is that a therapist is somebody who kind of focuses on your past and answers your question of why, why you are the way you are today. Whereas a coach yeah, we we know what's going on in our past. A lot of times coaches and therapists work together actually and it's recommended. Because a therapist is focusing on your past, a coach meets you where you are right now today and we hold you accountable to get you to the, your future.
0: So like not it's not like you're holding me accountable that I'm not uh taking good notes uh right. with my customers during the day. You're not holding me accountable for and correct me if i'm wrong and you're not holding me accountable if um i didn't um ask my customer to uh pose for a picture so i could post on instagram so or or create a reel or whatever you're you're advising us on stuff um like uh mental health wise is there anything beyond mental health like do you like get into i mean in are i guess maybe there are there different types of coaches oh, absolutely uh, uh, absolutely a little, any of that
1: so yeah so so here's the thing like it's all about goal setting when you hire a coach you're hiring a coach because you want to to you want to change your current circumstances You want something that you don't currently have. And hiring a coach is like, okay, I need somebody to be my personal Jiminy Cricket and whisper to me what I told them of, I want those red bottom shoes. And so for me, at least when you sign up with me, we come up with a plan of baby steps. Okay, how can we get to those red bottom shoes? If you're taking a photo of your client and you totally forget and you're like, oh my God, okay, well, what can we do so that you never forget again? And it's just a part of your service cycle. How can we do that? How can we make that happen? There are so many different types of coaches. I, myself, as a coach, I have a fitness coach, relationship coach, intimacy coach, um, coach just to hold me accountable for my business goals. So you have a business coach. There's a coach for everything. The only thing is, is that are they certified? So you gotta make sure that they're certified. Um, that's, it, it's all up to you. We learn this. We learned this in cosmetology school. Paul Mitchell is famous for saying this. It's all up to you where you want to go. You have, you can create your own opportunities, but, and the opportunities are there, but you got to do it. And so for me as a coach, that's what I teach my clients. That's what I teach my staff. Like I'm here for you, but I can't do the work for you. I can't get you clients for you. You got to do it. I can sit there and brainstorm with you and come up with a plan that fits your specific goals. And I'm going to say, "Okay, well did you do what did you do this one that you said that you wanted to do?" No. Why? What's holding you back? Well, what what can change in your emotions and your mental state that can help you be more motivated? And a lot of times people come to me and for one thing, let's say marketing. And then they realize they're like, Oh my God, the reason why I can't get clients is because I'm so focused on what people think of me. And so that's holding me back. That's keeping me from putting myself out there because they're going to think that I'm so crazy. And I'm so offensive because I'm telling them to get their hair done. Like, I don't want to make them feel bad. You know, it's, it's, it's always something else. And that's really what I want to get out there is that." yeah, you want those six figures. What's stopping you from getting there? It's ourselves. We are our own worst critic. We are constantly like repeating negative self-talk to us. That's keeping us from our fullest potential and living that best life. We, it's us, it's me, you know, like it's just, it's, it's something that we all go through we're humans. We all have that same problem. It
0: sounds to me like, um, you know, I had a conversation with a client actually who, uh, what her job is, uh, she works with companies to help them. Uh, I forget what exactly what it was, what exactly she did, but she has, she has an authority on this topic as well. And, um, cause I was talking to her about how, uh, you know, what I, Uh, What education I provide is uh, rising stylists who are like in school or or on the or in in an apprenticeship program or like trying to get onto the floor and in their first maybe year or two on the floor. Uh, But primarily it's that transitionary process and like prepping them and getting them ready So I was talking to her how like I'm basically providing the providing salons like a a complement or supplement to their own apprenticeship programs and Mm -hmm. and was talking to her about about providing these services, even on a larger scale. And as I was saying, I don't want to call myself a coach, because I know that you can come off as a charlatan. If you're if you're calling yourself a coach, and you don't actually have a certification. And uh, we were trying to and and she was helping me discern the difference between uh, coaching and consulting. Could you speak? Uh, you know, Because like, I think if I was listening to this conversation and I didn't have any background knowledge of of what a coach is or 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 anything I, but I just knew that like I had more potential to make more money than I currently am. Let's just say like I'm only 50% booked and um and I'm like I how do I get more more clients? Like I just need more clients. And so if I came to you And I was like, "Oh, I want more clients." And uh, you would would you start off by like looking at my business systems, or would you start off like how would that how would that process go? So it really
1: depends. I have done it because I am a salon owner and I am in this business, this industry, Um, and it depends on the client, on the person, really, because I've had people come to me and they're like, "I need clients," and they're just like completely frazzled. So then in that particular sense, we got to say, okay, whoa, slow down. Let's get our thoughts together. Where is this coming from? Why are you in this emotional breakdown state? What's going on? What's happening? That's more of the emotional side, the mental health side. Then there are others who have come to me and they're like, look, I'm a complete wreck. I need to get my business straight. What do I do? I need to be 85% booked instead of 50% booked. What's the game plan? Those people I love because I mean, I love them both. But those people, they know they have an issue. And they're like, Listen, what how do we how do I fix this? And there, I get more strategic with them. And I do look at their books. What are you doing? What is your strategy right now? Well, where do you find your weaknesses are like, like, tell me what's going on. And I even have gone to salons in person and I kind of just sit and I watch and I, and I spend like the day with them. And then at the end of the day, the owner and I, we talk and I'm like, okay, well, I saw this, 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 and that. How is that? How is that benefiting you? And what is it costing you? So there's that strategic approach that really like, let's get down to the nitty gritty. And so so it it sounds, really,
0: just depends. It sounds like there's uh, there was some consulting involved there, as well as coaching. Right. And that was kind of what my client was saying. Was she was saying like, during, when you're a consultant, you do have to do some sort of coaching, but consulting isn't coaching, and coaching, but coaching could include insult- consulting.
1: Right. It's a it's a very thin line. That is very easy to cross if you yourself are not clear on those, on the boundaries. And right. when I, with me, with those strategic clients, with those strategic people, I always like to bring in, okay, but how are you feeling? But are you emotionally ready for the burden that that's going to bring on you? Because you can do anything and everything you want. But if you are not mentally prepared, if you don't have the boundaries set, the mindset ready, it's not going to happen. That's so good. It'll happen. It's going to be a wreck and a mess. And then before you know it, you're going to be in therapy, which is totally like so many steps backwards. So it's all about boundary setting for me as a professional. And then me helping my clients get their boundaries set, their mindsets clear to go to the next step.
0: Yeah, I okay. So I think that to me, to me that that's kind of how I think of of coaching. When I think of coaching, I think of you know I, I hear people online saying, "Oh, this you should deploy this mechanism, or you should deploy this system, or or try stop doing." this, whatever, you know, like all this advice pieces. When I get under the the hood, it sounds more like we're, there sounds more like people are getting advice to create a workaround to dealing with some underlying bigger issue. Like, like if you can't talk to your customers about price increases, for example, um, maybe you have a, a confidence issue or a boundaries issue and, uh, dealing with that might be more, important and more valuable than coming up with a workaround where you can avoid a confrontation about it through a series of templates and emails and text messages. Um, So that's kind of how what I always thought of was like, you know, I'm, I'm hearing some more and more and more advice that sounds like workarounds to bigger mental health problems. I'm glad you brought up boundaries, because I do think like we are definitely like I'm glad to hear more and more people talking about boundaries. And um, I really would like to hear more specific stuff, some more examples. I think we did a couple of examples. and I think that's really good. But I would like to maybe save that for another conversation. But before we like wrap it up here, is there like any advice to somebody who's thinking that they need some help? You know, should they because it sounds like there's there a therapist, mm-hmm. there's a coach like a like a life coach. Then there's like business coaches, which could be doing some consulting. And maybe the maybe that person could maybe all that could be one person. Maybe it's multiple different people. Um, but like, if anybody is thinking like they need to work on something, or they know you know whatever, do you have any thought and any things to say to them specifically? First
1: and foremost ask for what you need. You need to put it out there. If you keep everything bottled up inside in your heart and your mind, you're going to explode. So you need to just ask, just get out there, find like network, get involved with what's going on because you will find it. If I didn't sit in that hotel room searching and typing everything I could in Google, I would not be here on this show today. You have to let it out. That's first. The second is get, a. if you have to, if you feel you need all three, a therapist, a life coach, and a consultant, then do it. If you feel you want to start off with one at a time, do it. The whole point is that you get in action to healing those wounds, whatever they are, because those wounds are keeping you from the best version of you. Your future self will thank you for putting in the work with, for me, I've always been in therapy. I think everybody should be in therapy. It's an awesome experience to know who you are and what you need. But because of that, I hired a business coach and then from the business coach, I hired consultants. And then now I'm like, give me a coach for every area of my life because it makes a difference. And so the first step is just asking for what you need and not being afraid. Just do it. You're going to, and I also think,
0: um, you know, I, I know that I myself have been like this in the past where I just want to know how to a solution to my immediate problem. I don't want to do the work. Mm -hmm. You know, to get underneath of it. So when I someone starts asking me questions that I don't feel are directly addressing the issue, then I'm like, I think I'm over this conversation. Uh, but what what I've realized is anybody who's out there that's doubting therapy or coaching, you can listen to yours truly because I've been through been through it. Where you know, I I just refuse. Like I don't need that help. Like I know what my downfalls are. I right. I don't need anyone pointing that out. But the problem is that like, I wasn't I, – it, it's kind of like I just need to work on this and then I'll work on my problems. And what I've found is that I'll never actually accomplish the goal at the level that I want to accomplish. If I don't stop and just give up the fact that I can't attain this goal by this per- certain time or be okay with like, hey, like I'm falling behind here and I just want to get ahead so then I can work on myself, the reality is – Pausing to work on yourself, and I'm not talking about how to do hair or or how to uh, or how to you know l- understand the difference between net and gross income or overhead or cost of goods. I'm talking about like, hey, uh, I have this tendency to do these things, and or like getting to know yourself. I think that's that's all very so valuable. So yeah. I'm glad we're having this conversation today. Me
1: too. Like even in my salon, we've hired amazing talent. But they they couldn't get themselves to the next level up because of whatever was keeping them down in their personal lives and like whatever their hurts and hangups were for themselves. And there was no amount of motivation, of one-on-ones, of, of, of st- strategies, like monetary strategies to like, okay, you got to sell, you know, 13 products for this. And you got to see so many clients today and you got to do so many balayages and hair extensions. Like there was no amount of strategy to motivate them because it was something that was within themselves that was keeping them from moving past that. Yeah. They said they want it, but do they really, because they're not doing their own self-work to get there. It's an incredible thing yeah. that it's like so rampant in the industry and there's not like a single word or phrase to explain this. So I'm so happy to actually be here on the show with you and like really get this going because it it really is a conversation that needs to be held. And it's just kind of like is bulldozed over because let's get to the money part or, you know, let's do It's like, no.
0: <laughs> well, I do feel like, uh, there's more people that are open to this conversation since COVID. And I do think that more and more people are waking up to the fact that um, we all suffer from some level of mental health challenges, Mm -hmm. you know, whether or not, whether or not we all need to, uh, to like have a mental health day every week or not. You know, I think maybe some people do like, I have a friend that, it's hard for her to go to work and, uh, go to the salon and run her business, uh, because she has like physical ailments that impact her mental health. And, um, which is a whole nother conversation.
1: It's a whole other thing too. Yeah.
0: But like understanding that stuff and how to work through it, you know, is very valuable. And sometimes that has nothing to do with dollars, cents, clients, pre bookings or, or anti pre bookings or any of that stuff. Like, um, so cool. Awesome. Well, I want to get into more, uh, more, more specifics and, uh, And I want to hear like some of the specific work. Anybody who's listening be like, okay, I got it. I want to know more. Uh, And I think that we should dive in next time. But um, until then, thank you so much for coming on the show. And uh, I really look forward to having you back on to have that conversation.
1: Me too. Sounds good.
0: Awesome. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.